If you threw away a piece of trash today, odds are it will either be dumped into a landfill or burned in an incinerator. While it's true that what's out of sight might be out of mind, it's not out of our environment. It's still here. Waste in landfills is piling up faster than it can decompose. And despite increased regulations on municipal solid waste, many people who live near landfills continue to report health problems associated with foul odors, pests, and polluted water. Incinerating our trash doesn't get rid of it either. It just transfers waste into our air. Incinerators emit carbon dioxide, particulate matter, mercury, and a host of other pollutants, many of which are known to be persistent, which means they are very resistant to de degradation in the environment. They're also bioaccumulative, which means that they build up in the tissues of living organisms like people and food in, in the form of fish or animals, and they're toxic. If it doesn't end up in a landfill or an incinerator, our waste usually ends up in our waterways. Humans are currently dumping an estimated 8 million metric tons of plastic into our oceans each year. And in 2013, there were reports of a, quote, great garbage patch forming in the Great Lakes. Our oceans have something called a gyre. What a gyre? A gyre is a big giant swirl of plastic in the middle of the ocean and it kills fish and it harms our environment. What if we could take all that garbage and put it back into productive use, hire people, and have a cleaner environment? Well, there are some people out there who think that it's possible, and I'm one of them. Welcome to this month's We The Podcast, where we'll explore how we can get to zero waste. All pirates, yes, they rob I. Sold I to the merchant ships Minutes after they took I From the bottomless pits But my hand was... Zero waste means diverting over 90% of our waste, known as garbage, from landfills and incinerators while also reducing the volume and toxicity of the waste that we generate. It's about preventing waste at the source and reusing whatever waste we can't avoid. I talked to my friend State Representative Frank Hornstein about why putting waste, trash, in a landfill or in an incinerator means that we're wasting waste. This is the absolute worst thing we can do with uh, waste and, and it, a lot of it isn't waste. A lot of it uh, is uh, paper that can be recycled, mm -hmm. it, you know, cardboard, um, we have a, a lot of bottles and cans that get thrown out. Uh, that just makes absolutely no sense to put that in an incinerator or landfill. So what's the cost of throwing away all that reusable stuff? We're throwing out in Minnesota alone $200 million worth of usable stuff. So why, why would you just throw away $200 million? You have to start thinking of it in that way. And... You know, when you look at our, our crisis with our climate, you know, there we are wasting seven, there's seven more, seven times more energy that's saved in recycling than putting that in an incinerator. Right. You know, they call that waste energy. It's really waste of energy because when you burn up these things, um, you're, you're wasting the energy that's inherent in, in that. Not only are we wasting these items 
and the energy that went into creating them, we're also increasing the greenhouse gases that are warming our planet to dangerous levels for human beings. When you put food waste in a landfill, that creates methane, which is one of the most potent greenhouse gas emissions that we have. And so we talk a lot about the need for uh, moving away from fossil fuels, and we absolutely have to do that. We talk about the need for uh, alternatives to uh, automobiles and, and promoting transit and, and other non, you know, non-intrusive uh, carbon transportation systems. But I'll tell you, with this uh, waste system, uh, we are creating so much methane and global warming gases by throwing things away and burning them rather than recycling and composting. So one of the most important things we can do for the climate is composting. A lot of people don't realize that. Mindlessly throwing away waste is bad for the planet, but it's also bad for jobs. On average, it's estimated that recycling creates 10 times more jobs than sending waste to landfills. Collecting and sorting recyclable material requires three to four times more employees than landfilling or incinerating the same material. Local manufacturers can then use that recycled feedstock to drive further job growth and business opportunities in the area. The Natural Resources Defense Council estimates that recycling 75% of the nation's waste will create nearly 1.5 million jobs by 2030. Eureka Recycling in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which I'm very proud to represent, is creating good jobs in helping the planet. If you go to a facility like Eureka, you will see many, many people working, uh, sorting the recyclables, packaging them, uh, transporting them. Uh, these are good wage jobs. Eureka processes 70,000 tons of waste a year, and that creates 30 full-time living wage jobs. Jose Hernandez is a 26-year-old dad and a supervisor at Eureka. He monitors the conveyor belts where workers sort through materials coming into the shop, separating paper and plastics, and getting rid of what cannot be recycled. He's worked there for six years. Jose views his work as vital to our planet. Being there as long as I've been there now, uh, it's a place that I wouldn't leave because it's what we do, it, it impacts the world. He takes his work back home sometimes with him, teaching his six-year-old son, Cruz, about composting and recycling. I'm doing things that I've, you know, never pictured me doing. I'm composting, I'm, you know, have garden in the house, and recycling, showing my son. He enjoys recycling, you know. He's the one that reminds me that I have to recycle too. Here's Lynn Hoffman, the Director of Community Engagement at Eureka Recycling. The term zero waste even 10 years ago was really fringy and people weren't, didn't know what it meant and didn't understand it and it seemed really pie in the sky kind of. But I think people are recognizing it's a totally attainable goal, that we need to do it as a community and that we can do it. But it's going to take people from all walks of life and all industries and all interests to really put creative thinking to it. So I think the opportunities, I think it's the place to be. Liz Berkwis is one of those people. Liz is a general manager at Edina Grill. When the manager of a local movie theater lamented throwing compostable popcorn bins and cups in the trash, the businesses in the area started doing organics recycling. Liz jumped right in. Right now, um, with our four businesses that participate at 50th and France, and we're hoping we spread our good news so that other people get involved in our block, but we divert 12 tons of trash per month 
that would have gone to a landfill to an organics facility. Educating new employees starts on day one. When I interview people and when I start them out, I let them know we do something really great and exciting. Um, we're working on helping to save the environment and helping to keep Minnesota beautiful. So I let them know starting it off in that emotional connection and then most people are right away, whoa, that's great, or I love that. That would be really awesome to be a part of. And to this day, we still use the um, resources we got from Hennepin County, which have pictures. That makes it very easy. We made a little board to hang up in the back. This goes here, this goes here with actual pictures. So it's very simple for everybody to understand. Uh, and then we take them through a walkthrough of our facility, show them where things go, how this goes. And then I take them outside. I show them some great planters that were planted with the compost that we had turned into dirt and how beautiful that is. And really just help to bring it all together so that people can feel like I can actually make a difference. I can see a difference. And then I tell them how much waste we divert from a landfill and how much better that's going to make it for everybody. Getting down the road to zero waste requires a lot of cooperation between local governments, businesses, members of the community, and it requires some investment. That's why I've introduced the Zero Waste Development and Expansion Act, which will support communities striving towards zero waste by establishing a grant program that funds the infrastructure, technology, and community outreach needed to achieve it. Jose explains the goal of zero waste Pretty well. We're trying to save every little bit that people want to recycle, you know, and try to find a home for it. You know, we don't want to burn these things because it's bad for the environment. You know, I want my son to have a future where he, where he can breathe fresh air, not not polluted air. We don't have much choice, as Lynn points out, because our resources are finite, meaning we have a limited amount of stuff. So we got to use it right. And even if it did go poof gone, which would be great, but it doesn't, even if it did, that means all of those resources that were used to make those things are gone and we got to go back and get more. And That's we're right. running out of resources. That linear consumption model right. has got an end to it and it's not too far away. Frank lays out pretty common sense ways to get our waste down to zero. Between raising the goals, between uh, allowing for composting to be included in, in the state recycling program, getting some more resources also available for recycling and composting, and, and having uh, businesses be more accountable uh, for recycling programs, uh, th those, all those things taken together uh, will move our state forward. Driving towards zero waste is actually good for jobs, good for the environment, good for building community. I'm looking for ways, and I bet you are too, of building our economy, making sure that people can earn a living like Jose and Cruz, but also can live in harmony with this one world we're blessed to have. This is Keith Ellison for We The Podcast. See you next time. yourselves from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our mind oh have no fear for atomic energy